Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's a great God, isn't he? Thank you, Jesus. Better than, better to me than I deserve. It's a great God. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Thessalonians 5.18, chapter 5 and verse 18. I will continue on with another lesson on uh, everyday Christian living, and I will teach about thankfulness today. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You may be seated. Just a quick review. You know, the key to, Christian, to everyday Christian living is faithfulness to the basics. We just have to be faithful to some ba basic things of Christianity. And... Um, there's fundamentals, and we have to define faithfulness. What is faithfulness? Is faithfulness doing it once a week or once a month? or you know? But faithfulness is a daily thing according to the Bible. And there are some things that the Bible tells us that we should do, we should do daily. And if we were, fa we were faithful to those things, I believe that the, that the world, the pull, and the tug of the world isn't strong enough. The enemy is not big enough to take us out of God's hands we have to of course we have to do it ourselves it's our will but we will do it by just not abiding and doing the fundamentals of Christianity so I, I the first lesson I talked about was prayer you know the most important spiritual discipline we can possibly do and the Bible tells us that we should do it daily the, the second lesson was the word of God and daily death, that we should die daily. And then a couple weeks ago or whenever I taught about um, godly words, that we are supposed to, we are supposed to have our, our, uh, our speech seasoned with salt and that we are supposed to exhort one another daily. Daily we are supposed to exhort one another. And again, I'm going to talk about... Uh, thankfulness and we we cannot we cannot obtain what possess what we do not pursue if we do not pursue something with God we will not we will not get it that's just the way it is life is that way if we want to if we want to get anything in life if you want to be a, be a musician you just have to pursue it that's just the bottom line that it nothing comes cheap nothing comes easy anything worth obtaining is going to cost us something. <clears throat> you know, in, in 1863, President Abraham Lincoln made a proclamation that the third Thursday of, in November is a day of thanksgiving. You know, in the Bible, <clears throat> the Bible talks, I think it's 23 times I came up with that, it, that thanksgiving, giving thanks to God is mentioned. And... It's, it's important for us to be thankful. And uh, looking through some old Sunday school lessons, you know, I found, I found um, like Noah talking about a man of obedience and Abraham, a, a man of faithfulness, and, and Elijah, a man of prayer, L Ruth, a woman of ro uh, loyalty, David, a man of repentance, and uh, Mary, the willing one, 
but I, looking, I was looking through and thinking, trying to think to myself, have I ever seen where there was less than on, on a characteristic of a person that it was thankfulness? And I looked, and then I went onto the internet, and I put in, is, you know, does the Bible have a person of thankfulness? And you'd get little snippets of people. There'd be 10 people that had faithfulness, but you didn't, I never found anybody that was, that was um, known to be thankful. And, um, you know, that thankfulness is very important in our life. We understand from Psalms 100 and verse 4, it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. We understand, we understand that thankfulness is is the first step in worshiping God. We understand that. <clears throat> in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, which I, <clears throat> which I read, it says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of, of, of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And it's actually, thanksgiving is actually commanded by God. It's commanded. God commands us to be thankful. And it, you know, there's sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes, have you ever, oh boy, I tell you, I, I don't know if I should get down this rabbit hole, but um, rabbit trail and, and um, but sometimes I, I constantly think about, and I think about, I have questions about God, and I, even when I'm studying this, I'm, I'm going all over the place. And, um, you know, I, I sit there and think, well, God commands us to praise him, right? We're commanded to praise him. We're commanded to obey him. And, and I always, we're commanded to love him. We're commanded to love God. And I'm thinking, boy, how can you command somebody to love I can't command my wife to love me. And that's a whole different subject. But the bottom line with that is, if we do those commandments, it's best for us. It's best for us if we do that. And that's like being thankful. It is just best that we are thankful. <clears throat> Does anybody excel at thankfulness? You know, I'm... I have some strong points. I, I understand my strengths and my weaknesses with living for God. <clears throat> and um, thankfulness is not one of my strong points. Does, I don't want anybody to raise their hand, but just a thought. Does anybody excel at thankfulness? <clears throat> is that... <clears throat> is that a, even a strong point for anybody? <clears throat> is that anybody's strong point to be thankful? Is anybody kind of good at it, being thankful? Does anybody stink at it? <clears throat> We're commanded. <clears throat> you know, being thankful is actually a sin. It's pretty bad when I raise my hand and say I'm a sinner, right? Um, I sin. I'm not very good at it. Not very good at being thankful. And I, <clears throat> and I understand, 
you know, and I do, I am thankful. I'm, I am thankful, at, but I, I'm not, I do not excel at it. I stink at being thankful. I, <clears throat> there's a lot of things I just, I expect out of people, right? I expect out of myself, probably expect, just expect, right? And 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 through 4, it, it lists 18 sins in the last days. And this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, boast, uh, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, dis, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Included in those 18 sins is unthankful. Unthankful. The last days, perilous times, unthankful people. Romans chapter 1, verse 18 through 21, is it talks about Romans chapter 1 talks about the, the guilt of the Jews and the guilt, guilt of the Gentiles and just universal guilt. And it talks about the God created everything and we should, people should understand that there's a creator because there's a creation. That's what chapter 1, most of chapter 1 is talking about. And, and verse 18 through 21 says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against un, all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in an unrighteousness, because that, that which, because that which may be known of God is manifested in them, for God has shown it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal God, power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. So God, mankind has no excuse to understand that there's a creator. And it tells us, Romans 1 tells us that we understand from Romans 1 that thankfulness is an action of faith. And unthankfulness or being un, an ungrateful is, is an action of unbelief. So we understand from the Bible teaching that actually being unthankful, not having gratitude is a sin. Being thankful goes against being if being thankful goes against our sinful nature. We default to being unthankful. <clears throat> a, a few a few observations about unthankfulness. You know, one of the things unthankfulness does is it takes us down a road we don't want to go on. And it leads further and further from God. It, it, it contributes to a downward spiral away from God. You know, lack of appreciation for the blessings of God 
often results in people walking away from him. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 3 is the fall of, fall of mankind. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And Eve, instead of being thankful for the trees, all of the fruit that she was able to eat, every, everything that was on any of those trees, she was, instead of being thankful for the trees, she, had, she looked at the one tree that she could not have. Being unthankful, another point is being unthankful takes away from blessings. And um, Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through 19, it says, and it, shall, and it came to pass as he, Jesus, went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, and he entered into a certain village there, and met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So here they are. They apparently, well, you can deduct from that that they had the faith for a healing. They said, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest, which would have been an Old Test that would have been a commandment of the Old Testament that a priest would declare them clean. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. So when they were walking to go to the go to the priest, they were actually cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he is healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down at Jesus' feet. It fell on his face at, his, at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There, there, are, not, there are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. <clears throat> so there is... I will, I will tell you my interpretation of this scripture. And um, you look at this, and it, it shows that they were healed. All ten of them were healed. And it looks like in verse 19, there was only one of them made whole. And so there's, different, there's difference of, differing opinions on this. But I will go, go through this and give you some observations from this scripture. So here, if he says in verse 19, thy faith has made thee whole. That's what Jesus said to the one that was. And of course, it took faith for all 10 of them to be healed, right? But here it says, thy faith has made thee whole. So if, there is a, is there, if there's a difference between being healed and being made whole, there is, and the, the, what the difference was, was thankfulness. And it proves that, 
or thank, did I say thankfulness or faithfulness? It's thankfulness. The difference is thankfulness. And it tells here that he said, Jesus says, thy faith has made thee whole. So it, it proves that thankfulness is an action of faith. Jesus is expecting people to thank him for what he does for them. He said, we're not ten cleansed. So, so Jesus was expecting to be thanked. So then, <clears throat> one thing you can't, when you read this, how do you think Jesus was saying this? In verse 17 it says, And Jesus answering said, were there, not ten were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? You know, I, I'm reading it in my voice with no, there's no emotion. I'm just reading it, right? Monotone. It is what it is. But how, how did Jesus say that? Because there, there, there was a, there's a, uh, there's a setting here. We understand something took place. And, and did Jesus, was it an angry voice? And I would say that a lot of that is probably from maybe our personal view of God, our personal view of things that have happened us, with us in the past. But did Jesus, did, was Jesus mad when he said it? Or was Jesus sad? I wish I could act because I would change my voice to reflect being mad and change my voice to being sad because was to me Jesus would be sad that's me I can't I can't tell you for sure that's what is what it was but to me based off of who Jesus is not because he would be sad he would be sad at um, uh, because of sin, be sad at mankind. He'd just be sad because, because mankind can have so much more. There's so much more for mankind. And um, not because sad because, of, because it's being done to him, but just because these people, there's so much more for us. There's so much more. It's like, boy, if they would just get this, if they would just figure this out. And that's my, you know, he even said, he said, this stranger, you know, he said, he goes, this stranger, he said, in other words, he was saying, you know, this, this Samaritan, you know, the, the Jews, the Jews, uh, sell, he tells, uh, did he tell, the woman at the well, is that right? So, yeah, the woman at the well, salvation is of the Jews. The Jews have salvation. Jews have the word of God. The Jews have the temple. The Jews have everything. And here it is, a Samaritan that doesn't have that. Doesn't have, he can't even, uh, he doesn't, he goes and, and worships on his mountain. Well, he, and he's a leper on top of it all. And he's going, this stranger you know, the other nine have so much more than this guy does. He has access. They, they, you know, the Jews have access to the temple. And, of course, these, these are limited because they're lepers. But they, it's a stranger. It's what he's saying there. 
The problem appears large. Unthankfulness appears large. Nine out of the ten did not come back. Nine out of ten, it appears large. And it appears there's additional blessings for grateful people. Jesus, Jesus delights in blessing his people. Jesus delights, Jesus wants to bless us. And there's, you know, I remember when I wrote this down, <laughs> the first thing, the first thing that came to my mind was about, about, I think it was about 18, 18 to 20 years ago, there was a hailstorm that came through Bismarck. And um, so Brother Jaden ended up, I don't know, he started a company, I suppose, started a company and started starting repaired, repair roofs in Bismarck, North Dakota, I don't know, probably the surrounding area. And he ended up hiring some people from the church to do it. And, and I happened to start a business at the same time. And we had some money and, I'm, and I'm, we start this business and it's like, well, there's not money coming in like I wish it would. So he's got, he's got work, so I'm going to go shingle some roofs with him for him. And uh, I remember doing the first roof, and I had helped a guy in, that was in the church here, and went and helped, the, helped him and did it, and he paid me by the hour, and I did it like I would go up to the power plants, and I would come back, and then I would have some hours in the evening and hours, and, and I would get done. And the first check he gave me, I'll, I'll, like I said, this is the first thing that thought, I thought of when I when I wrote this down. And the first thing, the first check he gave me, I remember he handed it to me and he smiled. And he smiled. And he said, there's extra there for you. I don't remember how much it was. You remember that, how much, you remember this? But he gave me extra. He gave me more, I, I agreed on so much an hour, but I still remember him smiling at me as he gave it to me. And I was thankful that he gave me extra money and, but if, if we as human beings are that way, would not God be the same way? If we understand, we understand it is good to give gifts. It's more blessed to give than to receive, right? It, and, and God loves to bless us. He loves to bless us. And we need to be thankful When he, and because, like I said about sin, sin hurts us. Sin is, sin is bad for us. God hates sin because what it's done to mankind. God hates sin. And it's like, if we're not going to be thankful for God's blessings, and, our ble and God blessing us and our blessings turning into a curse, he certainly isn't going to do it for us, right? If it's going to hurt us, if our blessings from God are going to hurt us, he's going to be reluctant to give it to us and pull back and not give us blessings that we would have. We, we, we could that are available. 
God makes a better parent to us than we can to be our children. If we don't want to make spoiled brats out of our children, do you think God wants to make a spoiled brat out of me? You know, we, won't, we wouldn't treat our children. Well, most people, most sane people, would not treat their children that way, right? Give them whatever they want and, and don't make them be thankful. <clears throat> In fact, one of, the, one of the commands, well, one of the hidden commands that we do, right, is when our children are little and somebody gives them something, what do we say? What do you say? That's what we say to them, right? And the interpretation is, if you don't say thankful, I'm going to throttle you, kid. <laughs> That's the interpretation of that. But we, we understand that. But we command our kids to be thankful. We say, what do you say? And we would be upset if they... I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen where a kid would would dig their heels in and would not say thank you. And it's, you know, it's one, that's another, that's a whole different subject, but it's a, embarrassing to a, a parent to raise a kid that wouldn't say thank you. But that's, like I said, that's a whole different subject. But, but God, would, God would be a better, he's a better parent to us than we would be to our kids, so why would he, why would he spoil us? But a thankful person... <clears throat> He will, there are, ex, there's, I believe it, there's extra ble blessings for thankful people. <clears throat> We're commanded. We're commanded to be thankful. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 through 21. Boy. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 through 21. And be ye not drunk with wine, where isn't wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. And so verse 18 it says, it says, it says and be, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. So don't do this. Don't be drunk with wine. But do this. Be filled, be filled with the Spirit. Verse 19 is saying, do this. Speak, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord. In verse 20 it says, always do this. Be thank, give thanks. Giving thanks in er, giving, in everything give thanks, whoops, excuse me, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So giving thanks always, always. And of course the last verse 20, 21 is do this, submit yourselves one to another. But we're supposed to give thanks always for all things. <clears throat> and the thing, the, the reality of, about it is there are some things there are some things that are hard to give thanks for for right it's uh it's probably easier to give thanks when everything is going right but when things are going terrible it's not it's pretty hard to give thanks um 
But, but the reality is, is God works all those things out for our benefit, right? All the bad things are worked out. It comes around where it, it sure looks bad, but it works out for our benefit. And so we are to give thanks in all things, for all things. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18 says, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We're commanded. God commands us to give thanks. And I think one of the things, well, this is me. This is me. I, I'll just say, I'll just use myself. I live, I live a busy life. I'm busy. And the reality of, with thankfulness is it takes, it takes some time to, to think about the blessings of God to think about everything we have. <clears throat> it takes, we have to be purposeful, to be thankful. It just doesn't come natural. It's a sin, it's a sin. I don't know, we don't have to teach kids to sin. We don't have to teach kids to be ungrateful. We don't have to, I, I didn't have to teach our, our kids to do that. We didn't, our we had to teach our kids to be thankful. So it comes, it comes natural, and um, we have to think about, we have to apply ourselves to be thankful. Psalms 68 and 19. This is a verse that's quoted, I've heard it quoted over the years a lot. Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation, Selah. You know, there's some truths, there are some powerful truths in this scripture. Number one, your God's benefits for us are not intermittent. There's not one now. There's not one a couple weeks from now, and then maybe a couple, a couple months from now. It says, God daily loadeth us with benefits. He daily gives us benefits. Daily. Number two, God's benefits for us are not few in number, but they are loads. God loadeth, E-T-H, loadeth, which that in the King James mean it's a continual action. He daily loadeth us with benefits. And number three, God's benefits aren't for a special few. They're not just for Brother Marcello, Brother Gabe, Brother Slate, but it says, loadeth us, us. It's for everybody. All of his, his benefits, the, 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 the many benefits he has for us, the, the constant daily benefits that we get from God 
he gives to anybody who wants them. Us. Us. Loads of mercy. Loads of goodness. Loads of love. Loads of kindness. Loads of patience towards us. God loads us with benefits. He gives salvation. Gives revelation of who he is. We are known by him. We are blessed with parents, spouse, friends, children, brothers and sisters in the Lord, pastors, past and present. He gives peace, joy, hope, faith, purpose, power to become. He heals all disease. He gives health and wealth, freedom and liberty. The list goes on and on and on. But it takes time. It takes time for us to sit down and understand our benefits we have in God. There is lots of benefits in God. We could be here all day, right? If we would, if we would go around and we would, and of course, like I said, you know, if you put somebody on the spot, we might not get, but if somebody, if we had a, a chance to think about this for a little while, and I took the microphone and I walked around this this church building, and we talked about the benefits of God, what we would hear would be unbelievable, and it would take forever. I would have to tell you about a, knowing a God that will intercede when you have a 12-year-old son with a brain tumor. I'd have to tell you that. And the story would go with all the great things that God did that during that time. And how many, how many people, Brother Jaden would have to talk about a mom that, was, that he just about lost, but God interceded in. He'd go around this, Brother Wendelin would have to talk about a God that is powerful to deliver. Brother Mike would have to tell about the same God My wife would have to talk about the benefits of being delivered from alcohol and, and tobacco. We have a lot of benefits living for God. But it takes, it takes me to stop and think what God has done for me. I have to stop and think what God has done for me. Psalms 23 and verse 5. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest, anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. He's the God of an overflowing cup. The God of an overflowing cup. We get, we get all that and we get Jesus too. What a great God we serve. You know, someday, <clears throat> I, I don't know if I can get into this Someday I'm going to talk about the God, the, the extra mile God. And, um, you know, 
if God, if God tells us, he, he, he tells us in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 41, he tells us to go the extra mile. If he tells us to do that, what is he going to do? How many extra miles? God is going to outdo us, right? How many extra miles is he going to go for us? He's the God of an extra mile. We, devo- we default to unthankfulness. It just, being thankful doesn't come naturally. We complain about every and anything. We complain about the weather. It's too cold. It's too hot. It's cloudy. It's too sunny. It's it's raining too much, too little. We thank God for our food, and then we complain about it. That's me. I pray and thank him for it, and then I complain about it. Boy. We complain about work, people, neighbors, politics, religion, customer service, boy, coffee, cars, dogs, fish, cats, anything, anything and everything, right? And you know what? I, I want to say this too. I don't have this down in my notes, but there is a being real with God though too, right? You mean... I'm not saying you can never complain. I'm not saying that because there is a place to complain. There's a place to complain. David did it. Read the Psalms. David got away with complaining all the time. But he, he added something in there. He, he knew God was a person that could take care of his complaints. And he always worshipped God in his Psalms. There's a few Psalms that he, got away, he did not do that. And the, but that's an odd thing in the psalm. So I'm not saying that do not ever complain. If something's, what, you know, but we, we just mind, mindlessly complain, right? We mindlessly pray and thank God for our food and then complain about it. It's all mindless stuff. But we have to have a, a, just a heart of thanksgiving towards God. And it's our benefit it's our benefit to be that way. To understand our, the, that we have so many benefits in God. God is so good to us. My dad, my dad told me, he'd tell me, you'd, you'd complain if you'd be hung with a new rope. He used to say that all the time. And um, let's stand. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. There's power in thankfulness. There's power in thankfulness. If we can be thankful, God help us to be thankful. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for this great people. We pray, Lord, in your precious name that you'd help each and every one of us to, to count our benefits, Lord God. We pray, Lord, that we'd be mindful of you and your benefits that you've given to us, Lord. Help us. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're dismissed for about 15 minutes in Jesus' name.